You're listening to the Michael Bazden Show podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to the Michael Bazden Show live stream brought to you by Bazden Publishing. Make sure to check out my latest book, Woman Up, and raise your hand if you have issues. Now it's time to get into the conversation, adult conversation, on the best show on radio. Thank you all for joining us on the podcast tonight. I'm going to need you to contact every man that you know who's been a victim of paternity fraud to call into the show today. And furthermore, you need to talk to the women who are dating these men, married to these men, who've been victims of paternity fraud. And then I'm going to take it a little step further and ask you all to reach out to the children who found out later in life because the mother lied to them or didn't know, we'll get into that later, that her daddy wasn't her daddy. Now, whenever I've done this show, I've been surprised and a little shocked by how many men have been victimized. we got some incredible guests on today. We're going to be talking later to uh, Reggie Brass. He's the uh, he's the founder or the CEO, Dominique? The founder of My Child Says Daddy. My Child Says Daddy, of course, Carnell Smith, who's been on with us for years. Women Against Paternity Fraud. Uh, Judge Maybelline is going to join us later on, right, Dominique? Indeed she is. So, and, and what is, Judge Maybelline has dealt with all this stuff, so we don't even ask about her credentials. We all know. So if you all want to talk to these 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 men and women who have been in the trenches of this, Call every man you know who's ever been the victim of paternity fraud and tell them to call into the Michael Bazin show right now. We'll put you guys on hold, but I need you all to take a minute and listen. Listen to what these gentlemen have to say about the experiences they're having. The stories about paternity fraud are just absolutely incredible. First, you got to ask yourself. It's a question I ask myself first. How and why would a woman lie about the paternity of her child? It's number one. Are there cases where a woman just doesn't know who the father is? The answer to that, of course, would be yes. How does that impact that man's life? I just want you all to imagine for one second what it must be like. Just wake up one day and get a letter in the mail from the courts telling you, you owe $100,000 in child support. We need you to come to court. And regardless of the blood sample or not, if the blood says that you are uh, the child's father or not, you still are going to pay. This money for this child for 18 to 21 years. I want you to think about all that. Then I want you all as women to get involved in this conversation because now you're the woman who's married to this guy. You're the woman who loves this guy. This is a good man. And you have kids with him. But he's taking money out of your house, your household to provide for kids that are not his own. This has got to be one of the most infuriating things that you could possibly imagine to find out, and, and let me go even further, because we had these conversations many times. Your wife, fellas, had a relationship with another guy. You thought it was your kid, and then you signed the birth certificate, and then she told you, this kid is not yours. And guess what? The courts still tell you that you're going to pay for that child support for that child. How many people, it's not even a question of, whether or not you know someone who's been a victim of paternity fraud, you probably do. And the reason why the men are not talking about it is because they're ashamed. What man wants to say, hey, man, this chick got me for paternity fraud? Last but not least, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines to our guests and then talk to you guys as well. Imagine for a second you're a family member, Dominique, and you know that your male friend or your brother has a relationship with a woman and then the child is born. Everybody look at the child and go, hey, man, it's not your baby. Do you tell a guy is not his baby 
Do you tell him that you don't suspect the child is his, Dominique? How far do you go with this? There's no way in the world you tell a man that. Why would you do that? You're going to be seen as a big hater. You're going to break his heart. You might be wrong unless you were there when they conceived. You don't know for sure. So I say stick your nose out. I I wouldn't tell my my own brother that. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I'm gonna you give you would? another. I'm gonna give you another scenario, Miles. You know your guy was messing with this girl from June to September. The child born ten months later. You are like, hey man, do the math. That was nine months ago. Y'all were done. This baby's born ten months later. Do you, as a friend, say anything to this man about whether or not you think this child is his? Personally, I would. I would. You I, would. I, I, if I had a concern, just as a friend, I feel like I wouldn't be a good friend if I didn't. That's just me, though. What do you say to other ladies? You got a girlfriend. Dominique, I'm about to blow this whole thing wide open. You got a girlfriend that you know is about to stick it to a guy who's not the kid. What do you do that? Not the kid's father, Dominique. What do you do as a friend? As a woman? Well, I mean... If you knew that, it would be different if you knew beyond the shadow of a doubt. But I just think most of the time we're just assuming that we know when we don't know. If you knew for sure, then you I guess you would have to drop a hint. But what girlfriend goes and tells another girlfriend, I'm going to get this guy? That doesn't happen. You don't think that doesn't happen? No, that's soap opera drama right there. But you think that's something that she keeps within herself and she's saying, you know what? I know it's not this guy's baby. Because i got to believe in the vast majority of cases, Reggie, the women know. What is your experience with this? Bring up Carnell as, as well. It, what is you all's experience? Do the women know or not know, Reggie? I believe I believe women do know who the father of the child is, and I do get those some of these cases where the father find out that he's not the father. But, you know, when, when we're dealing with these issues over here at My Child Says Daddy, and we find out that the father is not the father, we got we got we get counselors involved. This is because this, this is kids. This is not just about you know paternity fraud. You know, this child is going to go through something. So we get therapists in here. We 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 get therapists for the whole entire family to deal with these issues. And not only that, but you'll find out that that fathers, at least from my child's his daddy, are our, our experience. These fathers continue to stay in these children's lives That's because right. they have a connection to yep. that child. Isn't that what they're counting on, though, Carnell? They're counting on that connection? Because oh, yeah. once the guy's there, he's probably there to stay. Talk to me, man. In fact, that his, his, his daddy skills or potential daddy skills got him on the candidate list. You know, good dude versus versus road dog. Who are you going to pick? But, Mike, it's not just the guys who just signed the paper. You can be, listen, you can be accidentally picked because Michael Bazin, who lives in, in Poduck, Mississippi, right. is behind on child support. Mike Bazin gets his money snatched it. I know Mike, but Mike B knows enough. Wait, 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 dude. Hold up, hold up, man. You, hold on. You're scaring me, man. Are you trying to tell me that a woman can <laughs> randomly put a guy's name on a birth certificate? Mike, there is no requirement that she submit proof oh. of who her baby daddy is. She said he did it. The court treats it as presumption <sighs> that he did it. And if she gives the wrong address, he will miss that court hearing and he will be daddy by default. Mr. X, tell us your story, man, and we'll bring you in with the fellas. Talk to me, man. All right. I was in a relationship with a person. This about, is this about six years ago. Right. I admit I was wrong in getting into a relationship with a married woman. Gotcha. Now, as the relationship progressed, we ended up having a child together. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to get married. At least that's what, that's what the plan was. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out that way. And when the child was born, she put her husband's, husband's name, name on the birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now 
I would like to have visitation for, for the child, but she's telling me I have no rights to see that child. Hold on, stop. Carnell, you and Reggie want to touch on that one. Wow. I got it. I go got ahead. it. Go ahead, yeah, Mike. I got it. Let me get Carnell first and Reggie. Go ahead, Carnell. All right, Mike. I, you and I talked about this. Hey, based on, on uh, old English common law, any children this woman has while she's still married to her husband, whether that dude is deployed in Afghanistan or he's working all the way on the other <gasps> side of the United States, that baby is his in most states. And if she reconciles with her husband, the boyfriend gets thrown out of the picture, even though everybody knows he's Dang. the dad. Are you serious? Go ahead, Reggie, your thoughts. Okay, I'm just you know, my, my my thoughts is this is what we this is what happens when you mess around with women that are married. Mm-hmm. We, we should we shouldn't be doing it. I mean, come on, we come on. That's a, that's something that we should not be doing. So you, you you put yourself in that predicament, and now you won't have rights to the child. And Carnell is right. When a child is born of a marriage, he has no rights to that child whatsoever. So what we need to learn from that is let's not mess with women that are married. So Mr. X, where you at with this situation, man? I have not I have not seen my child now in about three years. And I don't I don't to be honest with you, I don't expect that to change because she has pretty much reconciled with her husband. So is your name on the birth certificate or his? His, not mine. Go ahead, Reggie. Let him have it, man. I'm go. I'm go ahead. I'm off of this, man. Well, well, I, I already did. You know, he knows. Yeah. We we know better. We know yeah. better when we first jumped into the situation. You know, just like with women. You know, when they when they see a man that this married, they're like, hey, look, no, and not until we get some divorce papers, they won't even mess with you. So why don't we learn from this and say, hey, look, I'm not gonna mess with no more married women. Ladies, There's plenty of single Reggie, women out here. Go ahead, Dominique. Can I ask Reggie a question? Um, is there anything he can do? He has no recourse whatsoever? None, none whatsoever. Yes, none. I feel for it, I but, disagree. but no, he has to, Hold on, know. Carnell, Carnell disagrees. Go ahead, Carnell. All right, so there is something that he can do, but he, he would have to take the, the necessary steps to, to form and reach out and contact that husband and help that guy to understand what it would be like that if, this, if he was in reverse. Oh, no. And if he and the guy, if he and the guy can come to a certain agreement, him – the dad, uh, I mean, the, him, the husband, and the mother, they could actually petition the court and have him be the legal yeah, father. Yeah, but he ain't trying to – that don't sound like what's trying to happen right now. It sounds like to me her attitude is I'm back with my husband. You need to get the hell out of the picture. That's what it sounds like to me. Also, he could die doing that. I mean, no man is trying to hear from some guy right. saying, oh, that's really that's my, my kid. baby, right. That sounds dangerous Somebody going to get shot. How do you not know who the baby of your father is? Now, I'm going to run this by Claudia. First of all, Claudia, welcome to the show. Uh, talk to our guest. We got my man Reggie Brass on. He's from an organization called My Child Says Daddy. Carnell Smith is on with us through the whole show, man. His organization is called PaternityFraud.com. You all need to check it out. What's on your mind, Claudia? Okay, I got a couple of things to say. Um, the other way around, um, I think the men can actually leave the women sitting there with the child. Okay. And I think it's wrong for a woman to to not know who the father is. That's one thing I want to say to you. Uh, number two, where is the DNA test? Because we're talking about, you know, someone saying that they're the dad and stuff. What about the DNA test we all have to have? Hold it, hold it. Hold that thought. And that's a good question, Carnell. Yeah. Explain to her about the DNA test, how that always doesn't solve the problem. Absolutely. And, and in every case, the DNA test is not required. Like we heard uh, Mr. X. Mm-hmm. Even though... The test will come back and highly probably prove that he is the biological father. It, it, the test will never be ordered if in that state marital presumption says any kid born while she's married is a husband's kid. But also in those cases where the guy 
he signed the document at the hospital, or they mm-hmm. mistakenly got it based on his name. Once he misses a, a, a court window, then if a test is done later, the court can exclude that test for evidence and wow. it, or ban him from getting the test. What? See, that's hey, the proof that... is not the primary goal in the family court here. They're saying somebody got to pay, right? But if, if you didn't show up at the first hearing, if you're single, you get blamed for that. If you're married and your wife has a baby with another guy, you get blamed for that. If they mistakenly pick you and you don't respond because you know nothing about it, you get blamed for that. If you're married to a woman and she just happened to step out and she comes up pregnant, comes up, I like that expression, comes up pregnant, and she's pregnant, (laughs) the question is, do you have to pay for that child as a married man even though the child is not yours? Carnell Smith from PaternityFraud.com, your answer. My answer is, in most of the states in the U.S., the answer is yes, it's your baby. Even though DNA says not your baby, you're going to pay alimony, child support, and get out the house. You're going to hand over those keys. Wait a minute, Carnell. I want to make sure I'm clear on this. My woman cheats on me, and she tells me she can actually be blunt enough to tell me it ain't even your baby. And I'm still paying child support? Come on, man. That's right. And move the boyfriend in the house while you pay for the house. Come on, man. Come on, Carnell. There's hey, no does law. that sound like a deal? Look, look, but if, if, if we say men and women are, are equally responsible for their actions, if she steps out and she has a baby, then, then she should be woman enough to own it and all of the consequences that go with it. And if a man want to cut her loose so she can be with her boyfriend, she should accept that. Wow. Anthony, talk to me, man. I'm going to put you on with Reggie. What's going on, Anthony? How you doing? Well, I, I'm here to verify everything he's saying is 100% true. Wow. Holla at me. Because I was messing with this was years ago back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Girl got pregnant. I didn't know she had a boyfriend. The boyfriend was paying for the child for the first fourteen years of his life. Woo! They break up, go to court, do a DNA test, find out the kid ain't his. She says the kid is mine. But now when I go to court, well, I didn't know about this for a couple of years, so I never got to get a DNA test. They just said the kid was mine. Right. And just, because so it says I never got to get a DNA test. I had to pay for the kid from 14 years oh, old all the way to he was 22. God. They don't even know if he's mine. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, Reggie. Do you understand what he's saying? He's saying there wasn't even any any DNA test, Reggie. It, it, okay, here's what happens. If she came back 14 years later, there was some paperwork that he received because the courts have to do certain things before they proceed in any case. Right. There's rules and regulations for the courts. Now, he could have missed the court date or he probably ignored the paperwork. If he did, that's his fault. Now, the court date will start from the date that it, they actually filed wow. the actual mm-hmm. paperwork. Mm-hmm. So you've got to go to the courts and find out where did they file the paperwork and who was the proof of service, who served the actual paper. That's where he has to go. So what we're doing is learning how to mm-hmm. educate ourselves, to learn how to work within the system to get the results that I'm looking for. What if they sent the, the filing to the wrong address and this dude's been liable for all the time since the filing happened? Absolutely. It happens to quite a few people. And sometimes okay. it's accidental. It can be accidental. And then there's times that the mom deliberately gives the court she gives the court her address, and she know he don't live with her. So you know, Mike, he's going to miss that first hearing, right? Yeah. Where, where his only opportunity to protest that mm-hmm. test, uh, protest the paternity, he has to, in writing, make the demand for a DNA test. Okay, before, okay, hold on. Reggie, before you say anything, are you trying to tell me that the woman who says the child belongs to another guy, the courts don't have to even prove that it's the right address for the guy? 
No, we got plenty. Of, look, we got we caught process servers have lied and say they delivered it to the house that was red with a white picket fence. And the dude is like, I never lived in the house. Hold like that, that thought. Reggie, your thoughts. Go ahead. Go ahead, Reggie. Okay. Again, now he has to go back to court, file the, the right paperwork, show and prove to the courts that he did, he did not live there. Also show and prove to the courts where he's been living at for the past two years, three years, five years. Because, again, before the courts do anything, they have to go through their necessary process to say that, okay, we served you. So, therefore, if they served the wrong person, now he can go back to the courts, show and prove that they served the wrong gotcha. party, and now we can start from day one versus gotcha. more from back to from, from that day. Gotcha. What happened with you, Anthony? What happened? Where are you at, well, okay, man? What happened was I went to Long Beach court. They wanted to give me a paternity test. She had it switched to child support court in L.A., they denied me a paternity test. Damn. Oh, man, this is the craziest mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. I have ever heard in my life. The system is jacked up. This is a topic that not only men are interested in, because I know a lot of people see this as a male issue, but you'd be surprised. Every man has a family. Every man has a, a, a mother who thought she was a grandmother, a father thought he was a grandfather, a sister who thought she was an aunt, and also relationships with the new woman in his life who now has to deal with the fact that money is going outside the household for a child that's not his. And on the phone line with us right now, i got two very special guests. Dominique, introduce your man, Reggie. Reggie Brass is the founder of an organization called My Child Says Daddy, and they uh, deal with men who are trying to get their rights uh, in in custody and dealing with just these kinds of situations. And, of course, uh, Carnell Smith, we go way back talking about this topic, Carnell. Let me start with you, Carnell, and we'll jump in, Reggie. we got so much to talk about today. Carnell, how big a problem is this so people understand the numbers that we're talking about? And by the way, you all can call in and get in on the conversation. I'll put you on hold. Make sure your uh, computers and radios are turned down. 855-962-7469. 855-962-7469. If you know a man who's a victim of uh, paternity fraud or a woman who's living with a man who's going through it, a mother, whoever, call in right now. 855-962-7469. Carnell, how big a problem is this? Hey, Mike B. Carnell Smith here from paternityfraud.com and advisory member for the Women Against Paternity Fraud. This problem is so big, Mike, I've been doing this next year, be 20 years, still exposing the fact that, that there are moms who make a mistake and some are deliberately lying about who caused my pregnancy. Over 1 million men when I first started was what I found out back in 2000, Mike. So by now, if we were to just take a swing at if 30 to 50% of the men who take a DNA test each year are turning out to not be the dads, we're going to just put it out there. Mike, we guess there's over 4 million men and teen boys have been bamboozled and hoodwinked. So this is one of the things that shocked me about this, uh, Carnell. And I'll go to you, Reggie, after this. If a man signs the birth certificate or not, does it make a difference if he signs the birth certificate? It depends, Mike, but there's a lot of pressure to get him to sign that paternity confession. You heard me right, Mike. I said confession. I want you to sign saying you admitted you did it. I'm not going to give you no proof, and I'm not going to tell you that my hospital gets $50 to $100 for each one of you as I get signed up. So they're getting paid for it. of interest exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're getting paid, but they're not getting paid for accurate paternity, Mike. They're getting paid based to get somebody signed up. So if you tell him the baby looked like him, 
nod, nod, wink, wink, it's your baby. And if you find out later, it's your fault you signed up. Once again, we're talking to Carnell Smith. Go to paternityfraud.com. And, fellas, if you need some help with this, you need to be calling in to find out what you can do about it. Reggie Brass, what's going on, man? Talk to me. What's going on? What's been your experience with this whole situation? Because it's a lot bigger than a lot of people think. I think I might have a different take on this on this paternity fraud because, first of all, we would have to have a law to say this is, that this is paternity fraud. We as fathers have to educate ourselves and learn how to work the system or work within the system. When you're at the hospital and you're signing the paperwork for your name to go on the birth certificate, it tells you that you have up to two years to deny this child or mm. to deny this, this, this paperwork. If you read it, it'll tell you. So you, it, it, not only that, but we as men, when we have kids out of wedlock, we have no rights to the child until we take the mm. mother to court. So paternity only means that this guy right here is the father of the child. If you want rights to the child, you've got to take the mother to court. Ah. So this, this is what we get when we play, when we play, when we play house mm-hmm. and, and, and don't have our kids in, in wedlock. So this is what we have to deal with. Now, if there's actually 4 million men out there, if you've got only 50,000 men in front of any legislator to say that this is what's going on, you can change the law. That's right. But it's the men that have to get up and do that. It's just they're not doing that. That's why we, that's why we have what we have right now. Why do you think that's the case, Reggie? Why, why, why don't men, you don't never see men organized. Women, to y'all's credit, you all organize for everything. But you very rarely, I've never seen a paternity rights march. Not one time have I seen it. Hey, family, thank you all for tuning in to the Michael Bay The Show podcast. Make sure to tell all your friends and family to download the Michael Bay The Show app to listen to our live stream on Echo devices 24-7. See you next time on the Michael Bay The Show.